Rockstars.com. Welcome back to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast presented by Sib Sports. This is your host, John Ashkar, and today with me, I'm back with my co-host, Jack Vandemotter. Today we're talking about the Browns' schedule update. Super excited to be back after a little hiatus there. I know that our hundreds of fans have been calling for our return, and we're super glad to be talking about the Browns again. And we're just going to run through the schedule real quick, give you some quick updates, and that'll be that. So... Yeah, I guess I'll give everyone just a little bit of a life update too, since we usually don't even do that. I just took the LSAT, and I'm going to be in Barcelona soon. I was studying for that. Jack just took a tax class, and he's done with that, and he's been working. So that is a big reason for our delay in recording episodes, because, you know, we're just both busy with life. But now we're going to start to record a little more and get back to it. And without further ado, let's take you into our Browns schedule review. So we have a couple, just two quick updates for you. Not much substance here. The first one is that Javion Clowney's back on a one-year deal. This is huge for the Browns' defensive line. And the other one is Deshaun Watson today settled 20 of his 24 civil lawsuits. Like we said before, we're not really going to give our opinion on this. But this is a big you know, news update for his case. Yeah, and it's important to note that you also have two more that could still be filed, so we could be looking to four to six, but I expect some news from the NFL regarding his suspension here to come out soon. It seems like everything's just getting closer and closer, so we should be uh, updating you guys soon on that, and I can't wait to know because that obviously will affect quite a bit with how this 22 season pans out as we get into this schedule right here. So starting off, we're going to rip through the preseason real quick because, let's be honest, it's not that important anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, to, like just to put it bluntly. So week one, we get the matchup of the century. Unfortunately, it doesn't count. Away at the Jacksonville Jaguars, worst team in football two years in a row. Let's see if they can make it three. This, this game will take place on August 12th at 7 p.m. One or two drives for the starters. Other than that, not much of note. So week two is the Browns' second preseason game. It's at home versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. I'm just kidding. They don't. <laughs> that is August 21st at 1 p.m., and the Stars will most likely play, you know, about most of the first half, maybe one drive less than a whole half. And week three, we got the Chicago Bears. That's August 27th. Starters won't play in this game. This will be an, a really bad game to watch. I probably won't even watch it. But honestly... It's kind of it kind of sucks. I feel like three of our preseason games are all versus dog water teams. Like that would have been really nice to have those in the season, and then put like maybe the Chargers in the preseason. <laughs> Some like, harder games yeah, or the like, Buccaneers. Can we, can we yeah. yeah, that would be nice. But without further ado, or without a further introduction, I think that's perfect that we go into our regular season. So I'll kick it off with our Week One matchup, and that is away at the Carolina Panthers. That is on September. 11th at 1 p.m. And a big question here, Jack, is will Baker Mayfield be starting for the Browns or will he be starting for the Panthers this week? That's going to be a big question. We're going to see. Either way, I can give you one guarantee on that. It's not going to be the Browns. He's played his last game, let's be honest. I hope that it'll be the Panthers. I mean, I think that'd be kind of fun. But either way, the Browns are going to dub this game. 
Yeah, so I think they'll kick it off with a win, too. We have a couple stats here for you. Teams that have started the season 1-0 and have 46 Super Bowl wins, and teams that have started the season 0-1 and have 9 Super Bowl wins. The Browns have not won a season opener since 2004, so maybe this is the year they finally turn it around, but we will see given the circumstances with our quarterback having civil lawsuits and being investigated by the NFL. Week 2... The Browns are back home for their home opener. It will probably be great weather versus the New York Jets, another team that should be an easy win for the Browns. This is on September 18th. It is another 1 p.m. game, and the Jets were 4-13 and last year, Jack, with Zach Wilson starting at quarterback with them. So the Jets did make some improvements this offseason with Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson, the Ohio State boy. So... We have easy dub here, but that's obviously not true with both the first two games. This would be a good game. Jets could be much improved, although I am not a Zach Wilson believer whatsoever. So, Neither am I. So week three, we're at home versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's kind of weird having our Steelers game this early at home, but that is September 22nd. It is Thursday night football at 8.15, so it's a quick turnaround from our week two game. And the big question here is which quarterback is going to be starting for the Steelers? Will it be Mitch Trubisky? Will it be Kenny Smallhand Pickett? Or will it be Mason Rudolph? Will he be making his return to First Energy Stadium? <laughs> I kind of hope it's Mason Rudolph. <laughs> that would just be comedy. But like, it really could be any of those three. I don't yeah. know who it's going to be. I would probably guess it's not Pickett. I'm going to put my money on Money Mitch. Yeah, I'm going to go with I agree with that. Money Mitch. That's my guess, but either way, that'll be a good game at home again, so that's huge, especially considering we probably won't have Watson, so that'll be a fun one, obviously, Thursday night football, you said. So week four, we are away at Atlanta, 10-2, October 2nd. It is someone's G-Day on the podcast. Yeah, this is a significant day for you, boy. I will definitely be celebrating. It will be a big bro day. All the bros will be over to watch the game. It's at 1 p.m. Another question here is a quarterback battle. Will it be Desmond Ritter, the 40-year-old, 23-year-old, or Marcus Mariota? I would put my money on Mariota right here. They were 7-10 and 10 last year, which I actually didn't realize. I thought they were way worse, Jack. 7-10 and is not bad by any means, but their offense looks like absolutely toward this year like just very very bad yeah. so this is another game that the browns will have to take advantage of on the road and win yeah no calvin ridley this is going to be a tough year for the falcons they're going to need another big year for yeah Cordero if Patterson. i was going to be a betting man like calvin ridley i'd put my money on the browns 1500 on the browns <laughs> hammer it okay week five los angeles chargers we got robbed last year 47 42 that was a a great game either way but we play the chargers on october the 9th at 1 p.m and obviously it goes without saying that the chargers are a young team on the rise they added khalil mack this offseason jc jackson this offseason their defense is going to be filth and then obviously you've, you've got a really electric offense with justin herbert depending on what happens with the browns this could be a little afc championship preview game but I'm excited for it. The Browns will, you know, be hungry because of what happened last year. Maybe it will be an A.J. Green game considering he got the holding call called on him last year, which, you know, flipped the script for the entire thing. But I'm very, very excited for this one. Week 6, the Browns are at home again versus the New England Patriots. It's on October 16th at 1 p.m. 
And this is one I'm also excited for because the Patriots absolutely demolished us last year, 45-7. to It was by far, without a doubt, the Browns' worst game of last year. So I think the Browns are going to come out with a real hunger to you know, come back and prove that they can beat the Patriots. And the other big thing is Mac Jones, the reigning rookie of the year, he's going into year two, so we'll see if he can reproduce. Yeah, I don't really know how this game is going to go. Obviously, the Patriots looked so good against the Browns last year, and we probably are, I would say, going to be in a worse position just without with probably Jacoby Brissett starting. So I this will be a revenge game, but I, I'm not super hopeful. We'll get into our predictions at the end, but week seven away at Baltimore, first game versus the Ravens this year, October 23rd, 1 p.m., and the question here is Lamar Jackson. Obviously, the Ravens didn't make the playoffs last year. Had kind of a disappointing year for their standards. Is Lamar back? It's like, where is he going to, how is he going to play this year? Yeah, I think Lamar will be a lot better this year. They up their offensive line. They get their left tackle back. They went out and got a right tackle too. They have all of their running backs back. Their defense is going to be good again this year. The Ravens are a team to very much look out for. They're a team that could easily run away with the AFC North. So both of the games versus Ravens are not going to be easy by any means. So this is one that the Browns could hopefully get away with, but would be harder to if they did not have Deshaun. Week 8, another in-division matchup with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, This is Halloween, so it could be spooky. Sorry, that was really corny. At 8.15, so it's a night game. Extra spooky. All right, I'm going to stop. First game versus the 2021 AFC champs. Can the Bengals repeat their 2021 success? No, but they'll be good. (laughs) The Bengals are also going to be a contender. The AFC North has an opportunity to be one of the most competitive divisions in football, obviously besides the Steelers because they're going to be garbage. But this is another huge one. The Browns are going to be at home versus the Bengals. They're going to have to be able to take advantage of that atmosphere, that home night game. So hopefully they'll be able to pull away with the W, but I could also see Joe Burrow coming in hot since he's never beat the Browns and, you know, really want to take this one away for himself. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of of a different mindset. I think the Bengals are very legit as far as what they did last year. Like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are, are two players that are going to be face of this league for a long time. I know that you're sick of hearing that, but it's I just think that's the the facts of the matter. And I actually think, uh, look, I, I hope with every shred in my body the Browns win this, but I, I think I, the Bengals are going to come into Cleveland and win for the first time under Joe Burrow at Cleveland. All right, we'll see. If they do win, it's good because week nine, we have a bye week. So the Browns start off with eight games and then nine to end. It'll be good rest. It's basically in the middle of the season, whether you put it after nine or after eight. And then the other question is, could Watson be back after the bye? We will see depending on four games, eight games, 10 games, 12 games. We really have no idea. So we'll see. But I could see the NFL scheduling it up. So he did come up after that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense for him to come come back and, and face the Miami Dolphins in week 10, November 13th, 1 p.m. Obviously, the big news in Miami is Tyreek Hill leaving the Chiefs and moving to Miami as Tua's new number one target paired with Jalen Waddle. That offense could be very good, but it all depends on that young QB. 
Yeah, so Tyreek Hill got an absolute bag from the Dolphins, and now he gets to get some high school passes from Tua. <laughs> so we'll see how that all works out. But at this point, the Browns could have Deshaun back. They're playing in Miami versus not a great team. The Browns should really pull away with this one, Jack. Yeah, I would agree. I think unless it's just the Dolphins' year and they exceed expectations, I think the Browns win this game. Week 11, away versus the Buffalo Bills. November 20th, 1 p.m. And this probably, in my opinion, is going to be the hardest game of the year. Yeah, I definitely think that it could be the hardest game of the year considering the team we're playing and the environment that we're in. Buffalo, you know, has the second best fans in the NFL besides the Browns, obviously. But not only that, November 20th in Buffalo, I have no doubt that there will probably be like four or five inches of snow just on the field alone it'll probably be like 20 degrees and you're playing josh allen they got von miller that team's legit so this will be a hard one for the browns to come out with yeah it's gonna be a tough game they're honestly my favorite to make it to the afc championship along with the browns week 12 home versus tampa bay tom brady coming out of retirement notoriously Although Gronk today announces that he is retiring, although I wouldn't be shocked in two weeks that he unretires just for laughs. I mean, that's just like a Gronk thing to do. So that's also a 1 p.m. game. I think Godwin could be back at this point from his torn ACL, and that'll be a great wide receiver versus defensive back matchup. Yeah, so the Browns have such a young, good defensive back room, and Bucks are known for the wide receiver group of Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, no more AB, but they did go up and get Russell Gage, who I think is one of the more underrated wide receivers in the NFL. So this could make for a great matchup. Another very hard game. I don't think any game versus Tampa Bay or Brady is one that you could say that's in the bag, although they're at home. So the Browns will have to fight this one out. Yeah, with Watson, this could be a fantastic yeah. game. And obviously you got Leonard Fournette, who looked about 300 pounds coming into training camp, but I'm sure he'll be he'll be right there when it matters. So moving into week 13, this is one of my favorite matchups that we got. Yeah, so the Browns are away at Houston. It is a December 4th game at 1 p.m., and obviously there is a lot surrounding this. This is the Browns' recent trade partners in the Deshaun Watson trade, the trade that broke every news cycle in the NFL. Will Watson make his return here? Will he be available the Texans were 4-13 and last year. They have another hard schedule this upcoming year. But a lot of people are saying the Texans are slept on and that, you know, they could have a little better of a record this year. Yeah, it all depends on Davis Mills, their, their sophomore quarterback. Obviously, he impressed because the Texans have shown a lot of faith going into the season with Davis Mills. Obviously, they didn't want Baker in that Watson exchange. So they could improve. They could also be terrible again. I wouldn't be surprised but either way, this will be a fun game, as hopefully Watson will be back to uh, get a little revenge. Week 14, our second matchup versus the Cincinnati Bengals. December 11th at 1 p.m. in the jungle, <laughs> in the jungle, a.k.a. Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be in the jungle, a.k.a. Cincinnati. I don't know how Cincinnati's a jungle of any sorts. It's in Kentucky. But... This is one that I could see the Browns taking, Jack. The Browns are very good in Cincinnati and have been in the past couple of years. Obviously, Baker was the king of Cincinnati, but he won't be with us at this time. So the Browns, I think, will pull out with the dub. 
this is also leading into a string of division games, which the NFL set up for us in our last, what, five weeks of the season. So week 15, the Browns are back at home versus Baltimore on December 18th. The time is to be dated, meaning if the Browns and Ravens are both good, they're probably going to make it a primetime game. This could be a huge division game. It most likely will be. It will decide a lot of things. But like I said, the Browns have to split one with the Ravens. They have to split one with the Bengals, and they have to split one with the Steelers. You're not winning the division if you go 0-2 versus either of these teams. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't win away earlier in the year, you this is a must-win game. Yeah, totally agree there. I think you, you pretty much covered everything that needed to be said. Week 16, New Orleans comes to us on Christmas Eve. 1 p.m. Famous Jameis is back. Same with Michael Thomas, a.k.a. Slanty Boy, who hasn't played in a long time. And I saw recently on Twitter that his rehab doesn't seem to be going super well. So I honestly don't know what to expect from him. I heard you are going to draft him in fantasy again, David. That was... I don't want to talk about that. I don't even like him. I don't know why I did that. But anyway, that's for another time. Will the Saints be good in 2021? They got some it'll be it'll be hard to say. I don't know. I think they will be. I don't think the Bucks are gonna be as good as they were last year. The Panthers are bad and who else is in their division? Yeah, they've got the easiest division in Yeah, the Falcons. So I think this could be a surprise team coming in week sixteen that can definitely come in hot on Christmas Eve. So I would not be surprised if this was another huge game for the Browns. The NFL lined up massive games for them at the end of the year. So this is by no means an easy season. Week 17, it does get a little easier, though. They're away at the Washington Commanders. This is on January 1st at 1 p.m. The Browns are playing on, like, so many holidays or close to holidays, at least. And the big question is, will Carson Wentz be alive or starting by week 17? No. (laughs) Yeah, so Wentz, obviously, a lot of people know his injury history, his starting history. It will be a huge thing. I think this is a game that the Browns can pull away with and will absolutely 100% need to pull away with. Another big thing is Chase Young. He's coming off an ACL tear. This is a big third year for him in the NFL, but I'd be excited seeing him playing versus the Browns, but hopefully he does not touch our quarterback. Yeah, this will be a big game to win, and especially a big year for Chase Young. Like you said, he's got to prove a lot of things. He obviously has the potential, but he's still young. So finally, week 18 extra week we are away at pittsburgh i feel like we always end with pittsburgh but that is on january the 8th again another time to be determined game so we'll hear about that later best case scenario browns are sitting starters you know they're 14 and 3 riding comfortably and uh, they don't even have to worry about it but i think probably more likely this will be a game that means something as the steelers are always good obviously they haven't had a losing season under mike tomlin yet could be this year but We'll see. So, yeah, I'm not surprised that this is our last week, too, Jack. It always feels like we have a huge game versus the Steelers to end the year. It could have been huge last year, but obviously the Browns were eliminated from the playoffs. And the year before that, we beat them to make it to the playoffs. So the Browns will definitely be in a massive spot here to end the year. And I will not be surprised to see the Browns come out with a win. All right, so that wraps up the season. Now we got our record predictions. We're going to talk to you about how we think the Browns will fare with Watson and how we think they will fare without Watson. We're going to put the suspension at a hypothetical eight weeks. So with Watson, what do you got? I got the Browns going 12 and five with Watson for the whole year. 
Deshaun's a great quarterback, but I just think the Browns have a super difficult schedule this year, Jack. You're playing the Chargers, you're playing the Bucks, you're at Buffalo, you're playing the Saints. I mean, it's just a really difficult year. Plus, you have the whole AFC North, which is really popping right now. So, by no means, I don't think it'll be an easy season, but I definitely think that the Browns would go 12-5 and and make the playoffs. So, with Watson, I think the Browns go 13-4. and That kind of breaks down as follows. I think we win the first four games, Carolina, New York, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, 4-0. I think with Watson, we go 1-3 in the next three games. Lose one to Los Angeles, lose to New England, maybe beat Baltimore, maybe beat San- I, like So one of those four, we're going to win. Three of them, we're going to lose. Then we go to have our bye week. Watson kind of finally gets settled in after not playing football for this for so long. And we go on a run. Beat Miami, lose to Buffalo, and then win out the rest of the season. Beat Tampa Bay, beat Houston, beat Cincinnati, beat Baltimore, beat New Orleans, beat Washington, beat Pittsburgh, and roll into the playoffs as one of the hottest teams in the NFL. You know, I would love to see that happen. That would be hard, though, you know, beat Tampa and then win out for the rest of the season. But if the Browns get hot, buddy, But we're dreaming. We're dreaming. You got to dream. So that's with Watson. So without Watson, we set it for eight weeks. It could be four. It could be ten. It could be the whole year. But we just wanted to give something in the middle. So my prediction was 10-7. and seven. Without Watson, some of those you know easily winnable games become unwinnable or toss-ups. And some of those tough games at the beginning of the season, like Los Angeles, New England, Baltimore, Cincinnati, come you know, real toss-ups or you know, losses. Yeah, so without Watson, I still have a pretty lucrative win total here. I have them at 12-5. and five. Again, I'm dreaming. I think we win the first four, either mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Watson or no Watson. I think we lose the next four without Watson, guaranteed. I think we go so four and four heading into the mm-hmm. bye week. Watson comes back after the bye week. And they go eight and one. And then the same exact thing happens. All right. All right. Fair enough. So Jack and I have different outlooks, but pretty close records. So there's a lot of different stuff that can happen. We're just obviously waiting on the big decision from the NFL, who analysis said, you know, a decision could come out early July or before training camp. So we'll see what happens. The Browns are kind of, you know, waiting to just see who their quarterback is going to be. So after that, Jack and I, you know, can come back and let you know what we think, what the Browns' outlook could look like, you know, with or without a quarterback. And on that note, that wraps up our schedule preview. We got the Indians game playing in the background. Excuse me, Guardians game. Stop. Sorry, guys. Sorry. They just scored a run in the 11th inning, 6-5. So yeah, if we Andres could... Jimenez is so clutch, dude. Yeah, he's a beast. But, yeah, we'll catch you guys soon with a Cavs recap of the draft, which is coming in a couple days. We're going to do a Guardians midseason special, talking about their first half and, you know, previewing the second half. But, you know, it was great to be back on the mic. It was great to be talking again with Jack. And thank you guys for all tuning in. So stay hot, our friends. We love you. Peace. And thanks to you guys if you made it this far listening to the Hottest Take Sports Podcast. Today's intro beat was made by Big Bad Beats on YouTube. We'll have a link to it in the description. Make sure you all go give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at the hottest underscore take pot. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to stay updated with our show. Also, make sure you rate the show and leave some feedback. Thanks again, y'all, and see you next time. Beatstars.com.